0: morning afternoon or evening welcome to i'm talking waffles i'm your host iliana so i just woke up from a nap and so bear with me here it's 6 31 p.m when we're recording but i spent all morning cooking everything because um my boyfriend and i decided it would be a great idea that we should just bulk cook because it's just like we don't really want to cook like after work and then you're like oh i'm super tired and you don't want to cook and we've been doing that and it's just really exhausting to spend like the remaining hours that you have after work just to cook some stuff so we decided today it would just make more sense if we just cooked everything for the week today and not have to worry about it until next week so we made a chicken pot pie from scratch um, blackened salmon with garlicky like uh, kale so basically like kale chips around the salmon Um, baked salmon with honey mustard and pecan like panko uh, crust kind of on top of it and roasted asparagus with almonds um i'm gonna put all of the recipes that we cooked in our instagram story so stay tuned for that if you're interested in cooking that and it's just gonna be really exciting but yeah enough about me i want to learn more about you guys so i was looking at the analytics and i noticed that i'm talking waffles has gone international which is super cool so it says that we have fans in the united states in India, Ireland, and of course here in Canada where we reside. And so I would love if you guys could start engaging in the comments or just interacting on any of our social media platforms. Just let me know a little bit about you guys. I would really love to get to know you because you're getting to know me. So share something that you really care about. Maybe share something about an episode or how you found the podcast. So enough with me rambling about cooking and stuff. Uh, Today's episode, as you saw from the title, is kind of a spooky one. So without further ado, let's get into the scary story. So this was a warm summer day, probably like late July, early August. So this part of the town is my all-time favorite of the city that I live in. It's like a very small little area. It's very quaint. It has a bunch of different buildings. It has some really nice just artwork and i wouldn't call it graffiti but it has like very well done graffiti and it's really close to like the chinatowns and little italy's of the city now this is the place where i do like 99 percent of my errands so i get my hair done there i get my favorite pizza there which is like the stone oven kind of style and they take the pizza and they put it in on like this big kind of like flat spoon thin and they let it cook and they take it out and it's super delicious. Um, I love pizza from there. I miss being able to just walk across like a few blocks and go get my favorite pizza. Now that I've moved uh, I have to Uber Eats it and it's very sad because I really miss just that nice little walk there and just getting that pizza. It's really good. And overall that whole place also just kind of feels like a bunch of small businesses who are just awesome. Oh I get my favorite gelato in that place as well. It's so well done and it's beautiful and they have like snacks and it's just my favorite place to be so I remember that I was walking there just enjoying the weather and I was on my way to do some errands and so this was in the summertime so even though COVID was around we were in the second phase I believe so there were people walking around Um, I don't think we had to wear masks at this point either so maybe it wasn't August maybe it was a little bit earlier than then Um, but there are still a lot of people walking around, doing their business and doing other errands like I was as well. So keep in mind, this part is really important. About three sidewalk squares in front of me was this like younger dad and his two young daughters. So I'm walking there and the kids are like laughing up ahead of me and I'm listening to my music and I see this car like pull forward in front of me and it turns the turn signal on and kind of pulls across the street. And so I just assume it's like an Uber because it pulled right in front of a house. However, I didn't see anybody like in that house, but sometimes the Ubers come early and then like a person will come downstairs and they'll go into the Uber. So I didn't really think anything of it at this point. So I just keep walking and as I walk by the car, I kind of get like a bad feeling and it's interesting how like your natural instincts just know something's not right, even though it doesn't really make sense why it wouldn't be right because it just looked like an uber was waiting for his passenger and so as i walk by keep in mind i have my music in my ear so i can't exactly hear what this guy says but he's like shouting something at me and something that i wanted to make sure is i didn't want to turn and look at him because let's say for instance he had like a gun or something he could have turned and if i saw the gun it kind of would have been just too late, I would be forced to either get into that car or he would try and shoot me or he would actually just shoot me. Um, So I made sure not to look at him. That way I wouldn't be forced to do stuff like that and just keep going ahead. I was just, I was kind of, it's kind of dangerous, I would say as well. Like if he did have a a gun, he could have just shot me right then and there. But I think taking the power away from him by not looking at him, if he had a gun, um, was just a lot of, like it was a safer move on my part. So I was kind of weirded out because his voice was very aggressive um, and he'd pulled over the corner. And so I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to deal with that. That's kind of scary. So I continue to walk and then I kind of wonder, oh man, like, was he trying to ask for directions? Like, was I being really rude? And then I'm like, okay, and I watch him. He drives ahead of me really, really fast and he turns the turn signal on. So I assume, oh, okay, so he was going to ask for directions. And so he's going to go talk to that dad and the kids now. Uh, for those directions but no that's not what happens he pulls up but makes sure that he like he ensures that he stays behind where the dad and kids are but just ahead that I have to walk by him again so I'm about mm, I would say about four sidewalk tiles away from him at this point and I'm like sweating because now I know one he's not an uber two he wants to talk to me not the other guy if you were to ask someone for directions I would more likely then have like obviously asked that dad um, over some random like 20 year old woman. So I immediately realized he does not want those directions. He doesn't want to be interacted with that dad. In fact, he was doing his best to ensure that he was blocking me from that dad and those kids and I could watch them getting farther and farther away. So I'm like freaking out. I'm like, okay, what the heck? My instincts were right. Like, I'm really glad I didn't turn my head and, like, see what he wanted because he could have had, like, nefarious purposes. And so now I'm trying to think, like, how am I going to get around this? Now, I couldn't go across the street because it was really busy. There were cars everywhere. And in fact, these cars were actually kind of honking at that guy and they kind of go around him, which was another weird. Then he just waited. He was waiting for me. So I was like, okay, I can't go across the street. And the thought didn't actually occur to me that I could just turn around and just go the other way. Um, I wasn't really thinking very straight because I was panicking. I realized now that I probably should have just turned around, walked the opposite way because he can't really just reverse in the traffic of the cars. So that would definitely be, if this ever happens to you, just go the other way, he can't find you that way. But that's not what I did. So what I did is I pretended to look down at my phone and walked by this guy and I hoped, maybe I'm just being paranoid like, maybe he doesn't actually want anything to do with me and I'm just being paranoid so I hold my breath and I'm just like walking by this car that has the turn signal on and is obviously just waiting for me to walk by again and he says something again and okay I can't be 100% certain on what he said because I had my headphones in trying to like focus on that and not the other guy I was trying to stay like calm because I was really scared and I swear to you that this guy said get in here now and I'm like panic and i didn't look at him i just kept walking and i knew that i had to make sure that that dad and those two daughters were still in sight because they felt like to me they felt like the safety that i needed if i could catch up to them i would be safe but if they turned the corner it would just be me and this guy so yeah i was pretty scared and so what i do is i notice up ahead that the dad and the daughters had crossed the street and so the street light numbers were counting down and i'm like okay I have to time this perfectly and I can get away from this guy so as I'm like walking I watch him again he's trying to pull up turn signal waiting for me again but this time what I do is I practically like run across the street at this point because originally I was gonna turn down a different way but he would have been able to turn as well and continue to follow me so I kind of ran across like this grassy part across the street where the lights were on Um, and then uh, as soon as I got to the other side the light had turned green so he was the light had turned green and so he was forced to kind of go forward with the flow of traffic because he no longer could pull into the side because he was at the intersection and so I knew he was still like there and I could feel eyes watching me and so I got to the closest place that I could and the closest place I ended up into was a Rexall so I walked into the Rexall and I'm just like trying to understand what the heck just happened and I'm walking up and down the aisles and I had to buy shampoo that day anyway so I'm going down the shampoo aisle and I'm like uh did that guy try and like kidnap me like did he want to kidnap me like what did he want with me like I was really freaked out um so I'm like trying to calm myself and I'm like whoo that was like really scary um my hands were pretty shaky but that was about the extent like I was obviously scared but I wasn't like I guess I wasn't scared enough because I wasn't sure if it was stuff I was making up Or if it was like actually someone with nefarious purposes. But I knew that I was safe now that I was in a different area. And that guy is no longer in the area that I was walking. So what I do is obviously I call my boyfriend and I let him know what happened. And he's like, okay, I'm going to walk over there and we're going to come get you. And I'm like, okay. And then after that, I called my sibling. And I was like, hey, so like this scary thing just happened to me like, what do you think about this because I was trying to figure out like what was happening like what did that person want with me or maybe was I being weird like was I just like imagining this is something worse than it was and my sibling agreed that it was really really freaky they were saying that it could have been anything from like kidnapping or human trafficking but it didn't sound good and I agreed with that as well because there are as gross as it's really horrible there are a lot of human trafficking issues especially like around in Canada so that is really scary and i actually can't walk down that pathway that that incident occurred because it like freaks me out too much um i don't know what that person wanted um i hope that that person never got their nefarious ways with other like people yeah and i wish i still wish though there were so many things that when i think back to the story there's so many things that I could have done that I didn't and I'm really lucky but yeah it was just really it's a really terrifying thing that happened to me and now I'm sharing it with you so with stories like this I think it's important to also teach they're like they're teachable moments and I think that it's important that you also should know how to like protect yourself and recognize like when something's not right so I did a bit of research and stuff and just based on my own knowledge and knowledge that has been passed on to me through friends or family. Um, And I thought that I would share that with you as well, just in case like something like this ever happens to you or someone that you know. So just a disclaimer, of course, um, I've never been kidnapped. Um, I don't know anybody who's been kidnapped. So I can't say 100% if these like strategies will 100% work, but it's just what I always keep in mind and hopefully they help you or they help someone you know or someone you don't know. So one of the tips that I was told is if you're in an Uber or a taxi, you should always keep your window down because that way you can yell out or you can try and like jump out the window if something bad happens. Um, Of course, I know like they can pull the window up from like their seat, but it's all about just trying to get out and like have someone hear you so they know. Um, Another thing is that if you are like in a constant routine you should probably try and change it up because routines people can memorize them and so they'll know where you're gonna go what you're gonna do so it's better that you have like a varied routine throughout your week that way you're like keeping yourself and others safe um so if you're walking home at nighttime all alone a tip that I was always told is that try and change up your step because if someone's trying to follow you they're gonna try to keep in step with you. So if you suddenly change it, you're gonna hear them mess up and you're gonna know that they're intentionally following you. They're not just behind you, they're following you, trying to be silent. Uh, This one here, you may have been taught as a kid. Um, If not, then I'm gonna teach it to you today. So if you're going somewhere, make sure you let somebody know where you're going and when you're expected to be back. That way, if you don't show up when you're supposed to, or you're not home when you're supposed to be, they'll know that something's not right and so that you can get the help quicker. Uh, this one here is one of my sisters. What she told me: um, when you're walking down the street, be it nighttime, be it in the morning, don't appear scared because that's going to make you seem more like an easy target. If you like roll your shoulders back and walk with confidence, it's less likely that someone's going to want to target you because it's going to look like you're going to put up more of a fight than someone who's more timid. Again, if you're walking alone home, like walking home alone at night. Um, always try to stay close to the streetlights and do your best to stay away from like bushes and other dark spots because people can hide behind those things and they can jump out and take you with them as well so always stay close to the streetlights this is one I've been doing since I was a kid and it really does help you feel more comfortable um, and people can see you if the instance does happen and someone tries to grab you make a scene like put up a huge fight let everybody know Uh, something is happening to you neighbors should hear you uh random people in the street should hear you and in fact like i mentioned earlier in one of these tips if you put up a fight sometimes whoever's trying to like do the nefarious things to you or like take you um they're just gonna see it as too much work so they're not gonna want to put up this much of a fight they want usually want someone who's like timid and they'll kind of crumble and it just makes their job easier so you want to put up as much as a fight as possible especially because if you leave like some dna behind fbi those police people they can help track down that person so this one is something that my friend told me however i don't know if it's legal or not Uh, i guess it depends where you live hold some kind of weapon on you this could be a knife or like pepper spray or bear spray my friend was telling me bear spray because That's not essentially illegal in some places, so you can get away with carrying bear spray. Um, I don't know too much about that. Again, I don't know if it's legal, but carry something like that on you. So my friend is like six foot who knows what, uh, deep voice and like, I'm a big person. Um, And he was saying that he was being followed one night when he was walking home alone and he carries like a knife in his pocket. And what he did was he just kind of held the knife, kind of like turned it around behind him so the person following him can see it and then he put it back in his pocket and he said that gesture alone had that person like turning the other way and going elsewhere again I don't know how legal that is um but it did work for him and I mean I will I don't know for sure if it worked for me like I'm a very small petite lady um so maybe me holding a knife isn't as threatening but anything you can do to like protect yourself and show that you're gonna put up a fight is really important. So yeah, those are some of the useful tips that I've been told on how to protect yourself. If you have any tips that you recommend, feel free to comment them on our Facebook, on our Instagram, um, tweet, like tweet to us on Twitter, whatever you prefer and just share your tips. Like the more the merrier. It's really important that everyone knows how to protect themselves, especially because like scary things do happen. And so it's better that you know how you can protect yourself and save like your life. But yeah, so that was my story. And those are some of the tips that I would recommend that you use to protect yourself. Um, Please share them around and let people know. Um, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it's a little bit different than some of the stuff we did earlier. It's a little more on the darker side. So don't worry, we're going to be having a mix of happy stuff as well. Next week, we're actually going to be talking um, with a special guest. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be really, really exciting. We've been like talking over Messenger, and we're planning stuff out. So we're really excited about that episode coming out. So of course, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. The fun fact of the day. So the fun fact of today is... The moon has moonquakes. Of course, they're less common and less intense than like the shakes that happened on Earth. Um, moon quakes are believed by the U.S. Geological Survey, also known as the USGS, uh, scientists to occur due to like tidal stresses connected to the distance between the Earth and the moon. So it's kind of cool. Our beautiful moon friend has earthquakes as well. So, yeah, of course, don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, tweet us, comment on stuff. It's always appreciated. I always love hearing from you guys. So with that, I'm wishing you a beautiful day, a beautiful night, a beautiful afternoon, uh, a beautiful apocalypse. Who knows, you future folks? I have no idea what's going on over there. So yeah, I hope you had a lot of fun. I know that I did. And I'm really excited to talk to you guys next week or you, of course, future folks, next episode. I should just start saying next episode. That way I can include everybody at the same time. But we'll see how that goes. So yeah, thanks so much for listening. Bye.